It's been almost two months since a primordial stone titan rose above the Taldore city of Kaimal. Local forces were marshaled against it, but it was a group of adventurers who came to be known as the Titan Slayers who destroyed the creature's heart and brought its rampage to an end. Since then, those adventurers have traveled across continents seeking information about the enigmatic powers now stirring alongside these ancient creatures. Rise of the Ancients is a D&D 5th edition actual play campaign set in Exandria, the world of Matthew Mercer's critical role and incorporating material from Arcana of the Ancients, a science fantasy resource book by Monty Cook Games. Our intro music is by Jasmine Rosa. If you need your own theme music, you can reach her at coffeexedge at gmail.com. Are we ready to play some Dungeons and Dragons? Maybe. We, uh, well, I mean, this episode sponsored by Roll20. I mean, I guess technically we're not supposed to say that anymore. They're moving away from sponsored. Now we're Roll20 ambassadors. Oh, do we get That's cloaks? the new thing. Ooh. No, but we do have a new logo. Yeah, there's a Roll20 ambassador nice. logo. It's pretty cute. So, uh, the morning dawns a little bit foggy, a little bit cold. Uh, you had a, a comfortable sleep. There are nice inns here in Ballarat that are used to... Uh, that are used to taking care of adventurers who have come out of the Jade Colossus. The last couple of months have really taught them uh, some like extra benefits for everybody. So... You might have, uh, you know, a couple of additional amenities in the room, uh, warm towels or or something like that. You can ask for a bath. They'll have those. Uh, good hearty breakfast. And counselor. So, the counselor? Is that the name of the breakfast? No, I assume they have a counselor on hand. Oh. For when you come out of a nightmare realm. And they're like, hey, do you want to just sit down and talk for a bit? Like uh, robots, there's robots. I saw myself uh, going back through time. They're like, uh huh, yeah, that's crazy. Everything that you just said that can't be possibly real. Yeah, certainly Um, not. So, what is our plan? Are we going to keep exploring the Jade Colossus or are we heading off to? rescue Sumina's mother and father. I think we're going to the trade first. The trade, yeah. The trade is a long way away. So that is Thunshear 8. That's just shy of a month because it's Dualahe 10. But didn't it take like half a month to get there? Uh, No, that's if we were flying over there. No. Look at the maps. I remember I couldn't fly. This is too far. Oh, I think if, this is the wrong map. But if we grind some XP t- till I can learn transport via plants. can go anywhere. Oh. Like 40 times louder there. What happened? Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, you. I don't know. I whispered. So. Uh, Patrick, can you remind me the speed that we determined for you? Thousand miles How much a minute. You can do in a day. Uh, I don't remember. Faster Seventy-five than, miles. Faster than like the speed was, of sound. Seventy. That would only be ten miles an hour. Was it seventy-five miles an hour? That might be more accurate. I'm, Seventy-five is clicking in my head for some reason. Okay, let me pull up. Maybe it's in your dramatis personae. Didn't write it down, and I don't know why. Right. Where did I write it down? I mean, I know I did somewhere. Remember when we thought the prospector, uh, Peyton, was probably Santa? <laughs> no. It was like a hundred years ago. <laughs> oh, I do remember now. Mario. Average distance an eagle can fly in a day is 98 miles. Uh, so consider a bigger animal moves slower to be weighted down. 75 miles a day works. <laughs> 75 miles a day. That's what you said. A day. Okay. 
Okay, I'm writing that down here. Okay, so if that's 75 miles a day, flying directly to Thunshear is 437 miles. More like Thunshear. It would take you about six days to fly to your meeting. Now, where's our meeting? Uh, here. Oh, gotcha. Hey, that place looks familiar to Shell, right? Uh, no, you're thinking Stillbin right there. Oh, I am thinking much, much further south. Yes. All right. So yeah, let's set the scene. You're at a, you're at an inn. It's the morning. There's a hearty breakfast. It's not continental. There's lots of really good food, hot tea. Um, they'll spike the tea if you want. There's a counselor in a side room ready for you if you need to talk about seeing your past self mutate into some sort of horrible monstrosity. Maybe you got shot at by an asteroid through a through a um, a disc that leads into space. Sorry, this inn has a free on-site counselor on call at all times. Oh, uh, it's not free, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's super not free. Wow, no I mean, that's still good service, though. There you go. Well, I mean, when you have the Jade Colossus chilling here for any amount of time, people are coming out of it not correct. Like, they are off. There's so many... We went through, like, the most populated trail, and it was nightmare after nightmare. Yeah, oh, no, that that's like that, that counselor is just uh, very entrepreneurial. Good for them. Smart. <laughs> Um, and then, so that would be six days down, uh, directly as the Norestos flies. <laughs> um, if you were to fly overland to Lyrengorn, which is another thing that you had mentioned, that would be roughly 920 miles, which is about twice that. Uh, yeah, it's 12 days. But if you were to find a way to cross the water, like if you went down to those islands right there, you could cut that to 700. You could cut a couple of days off there. I just very much picture you uh, like across from like this window pane from me being like, let me see what I can do. I'm trying to get you on that flight. <laughs> 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 You can connect to this one. He's checking out a map like he's got a protractor. We are talking to this, the town's travel agent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm right here. You know, I'm not... You keep talking about me like I'm a, like a taxi service. I'm right here. I'm a man. But you'll be a bird. Well, uh, well I mean... Birds have feelings? Technically true. Yes, they do. Norestos talks to them. Um, as you're discussing this, ah! uh, Shell feels a uh, a little bit of like a snap at his foot and looks down and <laughs> clunk has bitten you. <laughs> and it stops and looks up. And it opens its mouth and goes, and sticks its tongue out. I stick my tongue out back at it. And then I, I also... Want you to feed it? Oh, that's so smart! <laughs> I will give it some food from my table. All right. Anything you feed it, it basically just happily snaps up and it grabs it. You know what? I kind of want it to have like little raccoon ferret hands. So like, it grabs it and then. <laughs> Can you remind (laughs) us what the rest of this looks like? Because I can't decide if that's going to be cute or not. (laughs) I mean, it's like a very long lizard. It's like a snake lizard. I actually think I do have a picture of the lax. Yeah, not cute. Recognize doesn't make it better. A sneezard. A sneezard. Or is it like the gecko lizard? Because now I love it. (laughs) There they are. (laughs) Yeah, they're the gecko lizards. Oh, that's how I think of it now, and I love the little guy. Gecko, gecko. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. These are these are actually a creature from the Jade Colossus book. 
uh, by Monty Cook Games, and so they're uh, little little gecko lizards with a long, muscular like neck, um, very graspy hands. I think the piece that just upsets me is that it would need to to get to its little like T Rex arms that are like little raccoons to munch like a raccoon. Its neck would need to fold back on itself. Mm, yeah, it's got like a real arc to it. Yeah, that's the part I don't like. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. What if it can retract its own neck? Oh, that's worse. So much worse. <laughs> so it can like lunge out at you. No, nope, uh, <laughs> just, just keep it. making it worse. Maybe it's like sitting, like, it's like holding it down there, kitty corner like, to shell. So okay. it's like just reaching the hand around. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We're trying not to hate it. Is the point? I love it. I want like sixty of them. <laughs> I want a bag of these that I can throw at people. <laughs> Terrifying, and I don't like that thought at all. Oh, I I have a bag of, of things you can throw at people. I mean, I have a bag of things I can throw at people too. Uh, Rocks. Uh, did, did you want one today? A bag. Want one. Sure, I'll take a bag. Think. <laughs> I feel like, mm, oh, is this not one of my characters that has one of those bags? I don't there? think so. Dang! A couple <laughs> of my characters have those bags. Uh, never mind. I thought I had this really cool bag I heard about where you put in a hand and you pull out a little ball of fur and you throw it and it becomes a creature! I definitely thought but, you did, but that was also definitely Curriculum of Chaos. She has two. She has two that has that, and I have one somewhere else. It might be this one. No, I don't have it on my list. It is Tolus. It's Tolus. Yeah, that makes more sense. Okay, we gotta get you one of those in this game too. Yeah, new goal. Anyways, so there's, uh, you could continue exploring in the Jade Colossus. You could head to Liongorn where um, Sumi's parents are still imprisoned. You could wait a month, wait like 24 days, and then travel to the uh, the meet to ambush the Alluviar and kill them, thereby stopping any competition in the criminal empires for the clasp on Taldore and the myriad on... Um, Wild Mount. And freeing me from my obligation, right? Yeah, the people that you are obligated to are coming to this meeting. Oh yeah, Perfect. that was an important thing. And you've set up that the clasp are going to ambush them and kill them all. Yeah, oh, but yeah. they only know that I said that I, I found people that were going to work with them. They don't know that I know that it's going to be a death ambush. No, and I mean, technically you don't need to even be there. You just need to give the items to the clasp uh, um, people who are going to uh, pretend that they are the officials from Ballarat and Whitestone. Yay. You, you, di you didn't tell the Alluviar that they're making a deal with the clasp. You said that they're making a deal with the right hand to uh, the Lord of Whitestone and that they would be meeting with her. Which is a Wait, lot. Wait, do we not even need to be there? Like, can we no, just you... give our stuff to people and ditch right now? Yeah. Like, yeah, you can hand that over to uh, to Delilah's parents, and they can absolutely handle that. And then it can go like... on in the background. Well, I feel like us not being there is the best chance of success that that <laughs> operation has. <laughs> you know that we'd get there and be like, okay. So we'll plan this out. Ambush. Here we go. And it'll happen 30 blocks that way because we didn't get it right as to where the ambush was going to take no, place. No, no, no. You're going to be like in the meeting with them and you're like, okay, so this is a double cross. And they'll be like, what? And you're like, daggers? Now! Uh, <laughs> or worse, we'll be like, all right, here we go. It's meeting time. Merrick will have the person from the Alluviar come around and they'll be way too cool <laughs> and they'll be like real handsome or beautiful and we'll be like fuck double double or, for us <laughs> or 
one third of the people will be there. We think it's everybody. We start killing people, and then the other two thirds show up. And that <laughs> sounds more like what we do. Is well, not I realize what is happening. Why were we so concerned? This was great, and then like the trumpets blow, and the rest of the people show up, and we're like, that was just like the door greeters with their dragon. Oh. Yeah, we're gonna have to clean up a lot of blood really fast. And still, and so, um, some other things that you learned from Rana, which weren't in the um, in the audio, unfortunately, and so we reveal to the listeners now and remind to the players now is that uh, the Githyanki were trying to get the location of the Mouth of Exaltation from her. She never gave it up. She does know the way there, um, a relatively safe way, and a very dangerous way, which would have been directly from the hand to the mouth. You don't need to take the dangerous way now, because you went out. So, she knows where that is. The Githyanki were looking for that. The Githyanki are tied somehow to... Uh, Elden Thorngage, who you assumed was dead, because they have the same token as him. There's also another Thorngage Arcana Works here in Ballarat. Yeah, I stole their book. <laughs> I believe so, there's a um, sister or something here, too. Mm-hmm. The yep. sister Thorngage. Yeah, when you were in Kaimal, you um, heard that uh, Elden did have a sister who traveled question hmm you're saying they were trying to find the mouth of exaltation isn't there another yep. mouth that's at the end of rana's way um no. oh i'm sorry you are right the mouth of exaltation is at the end of rana's way they were looking for the eye of transcendence hey right. there you go okay because it was like something to do with their god or something yes. So why aren't we letting them find that if it has to do with their religion? Well, because it's probably real bad. Just in general, the Gith are not super friendly folk. How dare you? Yes, unlike us. Eric, I'm also playing The one. friendliest of folk. Um, oh boy. Okay, so I feel as far as things we can do, we have... Uh, Operation uh, Breakout Sumi's Parents. Operation Freebird. Oh, I love that. Uh, yeah. I like that a I lot. I got distracted by how good that was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to skip over going to... Where was the town 100%. that we were going to go to? The thing we don't need to do and we're going to mess up? Yeah, let's skip that. The crime thing? Crime murder? Yeah, that's, uh, that was Drina. Yeah, meeting in Drina, the clasp to assassinate the Alluviar leaders. Let's ditch that and let's just say, wish them the best of luck. Um, and then also we could head back in, maybe explore more. That sounds terrifying. But it also sounds like it might be beneficial. But super scary. Well, like the... The mouth talks, right? So the eye, we assume, can see. These are pieces of a dead, a dismembered god. I wonder what the eye sees. Exactly. Let's find out. Tonight. Advice of the Ancients. <laughs> <laughs> so, really, it's... I mean, that's two, like, real top-notch ones. We could just go elsewhere. Yeah, we. This whole thing was supposed to be about saving the parents, though, yeah. right? Should we get back to I that? I think we had just came here to talk to uh, Tarkan's parents, and then this stuff happened, like spiraled. Yeah, so we came you, to Whitestone for that. You came to. You did know that there was a Titan in Whitestone because it was. Yeah, well, I mean, that was like, hey, let's now. go check it out. And then it was just chaos down the fucking hill. And it turns out to be the, you know, the biggest sort of cache of this technology and so on that you have discovered so far. But probably not a titan, just the Colossus itself. Yeah. That's where they're all coming from. Okay, so let's hand off a bunch of shit to Delilah's parents. 
What did they call her? What was their hilarious pet name for her? Something firebug? No. Yeah. Was it firebug? Firebug Fire is what dad calls her. There you go. <laughs> and also, we know she's magic now. That's a question I'd like answered more thoroughly. Uh, I don't know if we need to go see my parents. Well, that's who we need to give this stuff to. Yeah, we have yeah. to. There's no... You don't have to. Well, we just need to go very, very fast so then we can go save Sumi's parents. That is the goal. I mean, I am very excited to save my parents. Um, she says in the least excited voice I've ever heard. <laughs> But I, I mean, I also wouldn't mind, I don't know, I just feel like last time we had a chance to do something cool, we just flew right by it and regretted it later. <laughs> Every direction you go has something cool. <laughs> also, strangely enough, Merrick equates the words cool and deadly. Uh, they mean the exact same thing in his mind. <laughs> It's hilarious because as you started talking, I was like, deadly. <laughs> I have played games with you for <laughs> years. Well, I, guess I see the light in your eyes as we die. Either way, we need to go back towards my parents first, right? Yes. I'm sorry. Started on that and then figure out. We, we always I try mean, to like, plan five steps ahead and it never works out anyways. I mean, the other thing is, too, uh, Delilah, we could just go without you and you could be like, oh, Delilah's really tied up. Um, literally. So, she couldn't come. I was gonna say sexually. Oh, I meant that as well, yes. Like, no. literally. Not in a bad way. Anonymous. <laughs> very, very consensual. We, we do not um... kink shame here. We don't like to yuck each other's yums. Love it. Love it. Um, no, I'll just go. Aditi, you'll love it. Come on, let's go. And now, my eternal view of Shell is still colored by the fact that he is 16 years old. <laughs> Sorry, give me yep. one second. Yep. It's like, let's go! And we're like, alright. Teenager. <laughs> He took a long rest, right? Oh, yes. Should we not be talking about kinks in front of him anymore? I think that ship has sailed a few, <laughs> a few years ago. Yeah. Mm. And also, this is like a medieval age where you know, you don't wait till you're know. eighteen arbitrarily. I mean, I believe he's been drunk a couple of times. It, I mean, and he's murdered lots, know. so. Yeah, I mean, he's, I've watched him kill people, so... The other stuff is, uh... You know... Icing on the cake. Or is the other stuff cake and the murder is the icing? Yes, it depends who you ask. That's a... That's a very good question, actually. It's deep. The blood. And it's, which part do you like better? The cake or the icing? Ooh. <sighs> Oh. I need to sit. I would like cake now. But I've decided. Is would you there... like to bring your parents a cake? No. What about a pie? No. Pizza pie? No. Would you like to just eat a cake in front of them and tell them they can't have any? Yeah. We can do Ooh, that. Ooh, diabolical. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. Um... Fortunately, the world has gone quiet now, so we can't do anything. Okay, <laughs> well... Sorry. It's no, okay. it's quite alright. Take your time. I mean... So... I know we're talking about, <laughs> like... What? Uh, are you okay? Mary! <laughs> Making Mary? your way... Downtown? Yes. Fucking fast. No. Faces passes. I am cake bound. <laughs> cake bound. Honor bound by blood. I want to see what this cake is. Right. Well, 
Did, I'm sorry. Did you want to head to the big top to um, to the Lord's family? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, hold on. Before we go, let's discuss what are we handing over? Because we were going to give them some whatever the hell these things are for like display purposes. So what are we handing over? What are we keeping? Lacewing shirt, Sumina. If nobody else has any aspirations towards it, I'll take that set of armor. You should give me this up. That is correct. So then, Shell and, and Delilah, what would you like? Um, Give me one moment. I feel like Shell really wanted the troglodytes. The troglodytes? The little guys? Yeah, the, the troglodytes. Troglodytes. Troglet Crash, a little canister that releases a one d canister that releases a batch of one d six pigeon sized creatures that oh, wander yeah. the area in search of food, and then they, uh, after one day of eating their fill, they grow to twice their original size and give birth to one d six immature troglets. <laughs> oh yeah, we are going to make a troglet farm. But after five days, the initial batch uh, becomes sterile, no matter what generation they are. All right. So they don't—they can't um, multiply, f- you know, forever. forever. Yeah. After I mean, after five days, five days after having released them, they they stop multiplying. We we could give that away. We could sell it. It's food. Remember? We have to give something away. Uh, oh, I see what you mean. Give it to, like, the class. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, also, I've decided I don't want the armor. Really? Well, I mean, it's cool. You know, but kind of ruins the vibe that I'm putting out, you know? It's not a good fit. <laughs> As the youth say, anymore. Uh I heard it. A bird told me it. <laughs> Their name is Sunny, right here. Oh, Sunny is not on your shoulder yet. Oh, Sunny's up to stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I awakened a bird, and Merrick was like, "Cool, an NPC for me. Thanks." <laughs> I get to have what a character now. Thing. What was that, Anders? Yeah. Did somebody call that yet? No. Sorry. Uh, which one? The density. Yeah. Density nodule. No, I, I like to be has... able to do more damage. Yes, that would be very good for you. I also think we should definitely keep the fear maker. Because that's just fucking cool. That might be a pivotal thing. Anti-venom pills are usually pretty good, right? I'd imagine. I mean, Norestos uh, can... is a bit of an anti-venom pill. Yeah, I can, I can do that <laughs> with magic. <laughs> And it's not like your, a one-time. Your magic is anti-venom, and you're a pill. <laughs> oh, that's not wrong. <laughs> the omnipresent universe is not wrong. <laughs> the words flitter down on the wind. <laughs> they just stamp themselves on the wall <laughs> in the tavern we're in. We're like, you hear in the wind, you're a pill. Holy shit, this skill boost is intense. The the needle one. Yeah. I've never read it before. Holy. Like a stim pack. Oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah, but it's only for a day. I think the intense part is the fact that you see into, like, hell realms. Yeah. Howling void and booming alien voices thundering across it. Incomprehensible to you. I think we should give that one away or sell it, because we never have the foresight to be like, I'm going to need to be good at this tomorrow. We don't know what we're going to be doing today, let alone planning for tomorrow. That's never Uh, going to come up. I think we should get rid of that. What about the memory goggles? It doesn't say anything about them burning out. If they're a cipher, they burn out. The only time it doesn't is if it says it has a depletion read. 
Well, no, and then we also had two epic things, or... What were they called? Relics? Relics. Now, I do want to point out, for those of you who might not have all your attunement slots tipped up, is that that's, that armor does not say that it is plate armor. It says it's lighter than plate. Yeah, Eric we did talk this. about that. Eric and I had a discussion about this. And we said that we were going to figure that out. We did. And then we didn't. Wait, could I, could I wear it? I mean, I'm not going to wear it. I have the lacewing shirt, but like, would it be suitable for like one of us softies? I was thinking Shell gets his face up in the monster's grills all the time. It wouldn't give me any benefit. I don't get benefits from armor. Yeah, as a turtle. Ever? Ever. That's Feels really like weird. it would be pretty good for maybe like a dragonborn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fully we had one! Portals are one of those um, species that have a set AC. Oh, you can say I have 17, right? But you can't augment that ever? Yeah, you have to do Barbarian or Monk or just have a high dex. Cool. Even those things set AC, so you have to have it better than the Tortles. So. Fair enough. Um, well, I suppose it all depends on if Merit rules light armor. Ooh, ooh, I have an idea, though. What's, What's that? We should save the shit out of the armor if nobody wants to wear it. And then, um, Delilah's Give it uh, to fiance can... No, Delilah's fiancé can sell it for a dick ton of money. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I mean, your, um, auction went off like a week ago. Oh, we have money waiting for us, then. We gotta get back over there. My parents will keep. Let, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna say that the battle armor is... Mm, I, mm, I'm tending towards making it heavy armor. Because it has so many benefits. Yeah, it's gotta be heavy armor. Okay. Because then like Scrap I'll, it, none of us can wear it. It protects as plate and so on, but it's basically plus two plate armor with a whole bunch of extra stuff. Uh, and I two resistances. That, yeah, yeah. I think that it's still considered heavy armor. If only I was a fucking fighter who dual wielded, it would be the best present! <laughs> uh, I think so Shell wants the Fear Maker. That seems on brand. Not like the fear part, but like affecting people's emotions and stuff. Yeah. Shell's been doing a bunch of that. He likes it. Um. Cool. Yeah. I was also gonna say, everyone, get your shit together because next next level, I can walk through trees and stuff. Oh, that's very be, cool. It's gonna cut our travel a, time down by a lot. What is a level? Uh. Like a spell. Alright, so we're going to save the battle armor, we're going to put it in the bag. Yes. Um, Lila, you're going to have the density nodule. Shell, you'd like the fear maker. I'm going to take the lacewing shirt. Um, we should hold on to the memory goggles, that seems pretty useful. Um, I feel like what, we could get a lot of money. What did you though. want, um, Norestos? Uh, none of it, I'm good. Alright, well then, we'll keep the memory goggles, and then, should we give away, like, the skill boost, and the tr the chocolate, the chocolate's so cool, the skill boost, and the anti-venom, and the spatial, 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 well, that's a dumb word. Spatial work, like you warp through space and time. Yes, but it has a T. Yeah. Making it spatial. Yeah. English oh, is spatial. dumb. It is. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> uh, if you look at uh, Dovos of the Alluviar, I've put under notes uh, keeping and sending 
which are the various items that you appear to have uh, decided in this. I feel like we need to send, like, just, like, the skill boost and the anti-venom pill. I feel like we need to send one more thing, because those are both fairly, like, not impressive to look at. So do you want to send the troglets or the spatial wrap? It looks like we're sending both. Well, we could keep one to sell later. Ah, uh, you know... We got we got a big payout coming. Okay, right? okay, yeah, right. So we'll send we'll send the four. We'll keep the goggles, and then we each got our own pretty things. All right. It's agreed. Let's go see your parents. Okay. <laughs> Skyward. All right. We're just walking over there. Oh, you just flying away because. Because you have your shirt. <laughs> Never mind. What does that look like, Jen? Um, it looks like me dropping my dice very loudly. Um, mm -hmm. So yes, my lacewing shirt. Uh, the shirt-like garment is covered with overlapping scales made of an unknown flexible cloth-like substance. I picture it as like, like an opal-y color or like a, yeah, pearlescent-y. Yep. When activated as your action the scales expand into hundreds of lacy 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 bright green wings granting you a speed fly speed of 120 feet for the next five minutes you steer by adjusting the angle of your arms and cannot use your arms for anything else while flying or you will fall uh it has a depletion one in d20 we're good ah uh, good didn't you go flying with that immediately Twice, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, every time I can, thank you. I think last time I flew for five and then flew for five. Right. And now I'm going to fly for five. <laughs> okay. And so you you come out and you uh, spread these multi-hued wings and Pearl, who is sleeping in uh, the stables... Uh, stands up and follows underneath you, kind of looking up at you. You're such a good sweetie. And the rest of us go, Where did that thing come from? I've never <laughs> seen that thing before in my life! Is she making friends with Clump? Chump? Chunk? Clump Chunk. Clunk. Is she making friends uh, with Clunk? Clunk has stayed under the table in the uh, inn, unless... Shell would like to <laughs> do something about that. <laughs> that Ellen has a new pet it did not ask for. <laughs> uh -oh. I, uh, I offer it some cake to bribe it to come up on my shoulder. Uh, make an animal handling check. How small is it? I thought it was big. Uh, it's, you know, about like a foot and a half. 15? Okay. Fifteen, it kind of sleepily looks up and then like snuggles back down under the table. Clunk, mm, do you want two pieces of cake? Maybe Clunk <laughs> wants to live here now. Maybe Clunk isn't an adventurer. Two Scooby Snacks? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but I'll fly over to the uh lords all right and so you can see at the uh the big top area there appears to be like an early morning meeting going on the people who are kind of like teamsters who are like around uh lifting and doing stuff seem to have mostly cleared out and the place is you know, still kind of busy with people doing various things. There's just not as many people as there were before. And uh, Cass and uh, uh, Cass and Abigail are um, sitting at a table uh, near sort of the big building in like a nice uh... it's a foggy morning and it's a little bit chill. So let's actually have them be sitting kind of by their um, by their wagon with uh, an early morning fire going and like a pot of tea that they are serving to a 
sort of friendly but official looking woman, probably in her mid to late 50s. Uh, she's got like kind of a, a thick build and um, on her shoulder is perched a sort of like fist sized glowing blue spider. Whoa. Not where I was expecting that to go. Yeah, it's it's actually like as you're getting closer, it doesn't appear to even be glowing. It appears to be just made of blue light. A blue light spider. A ghost spider. So dope. So dope. Maybe two? We'll find out. Yo, <laughs> that looks so cool. Can I pat it? <laughs> so that was Sumi flying over. Um, oh. As Shell sort of comes up, uh, there's somebody at the gate who kind of like looks at you and looks back and says, they're in a meeting right now. You probably want to maybe just wait until it's done. But then sort of waves you through. Wait until it's done. I guess I could do that. I mean, I think they might like me in there, though. Hey, what's your name? I haven't met you before. This is a um, dusky sort of gray-looking, gray-skinned elven man with long white hair. You've seen Drow before. You met uh, uh, Vincent of Denhythenos. Oh, I kind of told. I forgot. I didn't realize who we were looking for. No, it was like the drow guy. Anyways, uh, oh, and from the boat. From the boat. Yeah, and so uh, it's a drow elf. He looks um, athletic. He looks uh, like a thief uh, <laughs> who's doing guard duty right now. Uh, and uh, he says, uh, "It's Riven." Hey, Riven. So, like. Um... How is guard duty around here? Like, I feel like you guys are pretty, you know, tight ship. You know, you're all locked down. Everybody can pretty much handle their own. So, like, you really need to guard too hard? No, I mean, I just kind of hang out at the gate and make sure that anybody who's coming in uh, knows the situation. Don't really stop people from moving by. Right. You just sort of, like, warn them. You know, if you interrupt these people, they're going to murder you. Well, we don't sort of say it like that. And he, like, nods deeply to uh, to Delilah. And he says, you know, we just encourage people to have good manners. We're very respectable in Ballarat. Shall you have to understand that with this type of people, that's not how they say things. It's all about respect. Right, right, and right. And being right. polite. But that's what you mean. Yeah, but nobody says that. No. <laughs> but, yeah, I I don't even know what you mean. Right, 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 right. So, like, I have this cake in my hand, and I'm going to turn this way. And, you know, if it disappears, that's fine. <laughs> maybe you're feeling peckish from standing on guard. I mean, maybe if it was on a plate or, like, wrapped up. And you'd brought it for me, but it's just in your hand. <laughs> sure, sure. I appreciate the, I, I appreciate the attempt at the bribe. You're obviously new at this. You also don't need to bribe me. It, it wasn't a bribe. I was just offering you cake in a very secretive way, the same way you offered murder, but in a secretive way. Oh, I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. I just... I. I like cake, so I have a lot of cake. Um, Lean around the corner of Shell and go, He's 16! <laughs> can, I, can I take this moment to superhero land? Can, can I yes. roll to see if I superhero land? Sure, make an acrobatics check. Shatters her ankle. <laughs> uh, no, I do not. It's in the 19! Oh yes, you land beautifully. I look hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you drop down, superhero... Uh, and uh, Riven, like, do you drop in front of him, behind him? I drop in front of him, and I want to do it in a way that as I land, my hood, like, falls, is, like, over my head, so you just see, like, my hair from under the hood. Mm. And he kind of stops talking to Shell, and he looks and, like, leans a little bit. 
gives a little clap. I immediately lose my cool, and I'm like, oh, thanks. I just oh, would love for you to, like, 95. flip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, like, immediately lose your cool, and then you're like, oh, shit. I would like that as well. I, I trip a little bit in my next step, because he's <laughs> clapping. I'm like, that's what You're trying to do that, like, sexy, like, super exaggerated swagger walk away, but one of your ankles gives out from under you. <laughs> No, I just I'm embarrassed now because because I, I now I'm getting clapped. I just wanted to be cool, but then I got attention and went, "Oh no, that's not what I want that. at all." You were like, "I all wanted attention, not attention." Yeah, exactly. You're all in the moment and enjoying, and then you're like, "Oh, people were like actually watching me." I was just feeling myself. I was just vibing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I like to imagine soul leave his body a little bit. Yeah, you're right. You did. <laughs> Uh, also, I like to imagine because it's a shirt made of tiny wings that you like control and fly. So if you're if you lose control when you land, you can still probably fly for a little bit. Uh, that when you fall, the wings would activate and you would just like kind of like weirdly flip through <laughs> the air. Oh, that's not how I was picturing it at all, and that's not how it's gonna look in my head because that's creepy and gross. I was picturing the lace unfurls into like gorgeous lace green, uh, f- like pixie wings. Oh, that's, that's what I'm picturing now. No, I pictured it as you have a shirt made of wings. Yeah, I tiny hate that. Wings. I hate no, that so much, that. and that's that's not what it is anymore. It reminds me of the <laughs> tiny baby hand from Deadpool, and that creeps me the hell out. Like, like, what if there was a shirt made of them? <laughs> no, I'm picturing it, like there was an X-Men or something like that who just had like pixie wings that would like floosh out of nowhere. Hmm. Pixie. Maybe. Now you're probably like, I'm sure you're right. Taking a shot in the dark that their name is Pixie. I mean, that seems you're 100% correct, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm good at this game. Okay, so you um, superhero landing a little bit of a, a stumble, and uh, Riven says you can go on in. They're just having a meeting. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rise of the Ancients. Episodes are released on Fridays. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Skyhammer K and on Instagram at Skyhammer Press. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. Hey, side thing. Did uh have people seen the live action Mystery Incorporated uh YouTube show that was funded by Indiegogo? Nope. <laughs> Anders is very excited. So they just released like a one hour episode. Uh and it's like they say it's inspired by Hanna Barbera Scooby Doo, but also Supernatural in Riverdale. <laughs> that sounds like you, <laughs> you had my interest, but now, sir, now you have my curiosity. Yeah. <laughs> so Why I don't know. I just stumbled I over this. Why am I not watching this right now? I stumbled across off. it today because somebody I follow on Twitter was like, "I got cast as one of the hex girls in the first episode," and I'm like, "What is this?" <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Amazing. Um, can you? Do you have a link for that? Or? I do. I'll, I'll search it. Okay. Also, um, just as an aside, are any of you keeping up with current X-Men comics? No. Just even generally? No. Okay, Fair so they live, they live on Krakoa now, and okay. they're all effectively immortal. Like all all mutants have uh, joined under Xavier and Magneto, who are running a mutant nation that is like kind of uh, recognized by the UN because they're a huge threat if they ever wanted to actually attack anybody. Because you'd better. And uh, Xavier is constantly wearing Cerebro now. Because as he wanders around the island, he's imprinting the minds of every mutant he meets into Cerebro. And then they use a combination of, I think it's four different mutants, to create clone bodies. And then if a mutant dies, they just download that 
imprinted me- uh, memories and consciousness into the clone body. Oh my god. Wow. They found a way to never kill anyone ever. And, like, have it be legit. Because before it was, ah, you know, they said, we have to come up with a weird thing. And they were like, let's re-come up with a weird thing. There's, like, there's like a thing. Okay, so it's, like, Golden Balls, who, yeah. is, a, who is a mutant. Uh, the Golden Balls that he shoots out of his chest are actually eggs. Eggs. And then, so, they use Proteus to mutate the eggs. And then they use somebody else to turn them genetically compatible to mutants. And then they use uh, Hope to use, like, a bit of the Phoenix Force to throw, like, actual powers into it. And then they get the Cerebro Mind thing and drop it in. And then there's another mutant who actually, like, gives it enough energy to grow to an adult size. And then they're like... And Cyclops is alive again. So they have like a factory where these guys are just like, <laughs> body comes along, you're like, yeah, okay, make it alive. Yeah. Well, how long till they blow up Krakakoa just like they did Genosha? Uh, apparently this is, um, this is Xavier's entire goal is to resurrect all of the mutants that died on Genosha. one of these four five right that they yeah use just one of them goes yeah goes like evil or something and infects every single one that they're like resurrecting as evil mm. Ooh, i love mm-hmm. that storyline right i was at. gonna say that's a whole arc right there you yep. just nailed right there, it right away i was like oh <laughs> one of them is gonna go evil and just this pick is up gonna the phone. be a big thing call marvel oh. right now amanda get so- in on it I started reading House of X to, like, catch up on some of this stuff. I didn't get that far to learn those things. But one of the opening things of House of X, you learn that Moira McTaggart is actually a mutant. What? However, her power is that she lives in time loops. So when she dies, she restarts a new time loop in a different timeline. What? That's her mutant power. And so she's currently living in, like, the 17th time loop. And they went, hmm. Another, we need another bullshit reason to have a crazy bunch of weird stuff happen. (laughs) What if everything was totally different, but we made it kind of stick? Oh, wait, that's all of comic writing. That's comic. comic. Anyway, 